the KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahardsvolkswagen.ie. What a crowd, what an atmosphere, Michael Walsh in Crow Park. Predictions, everything else now, we're going out the window. It's now down to those guys to start the game and, and the fellas that come on to try and fashion the victory for, for their county. Well, I think it's going to be a great game of Ireland. It's starting to get, the atmosphere is building up now. It is magnificent to be alive and to be in Crow Park for such a wonderful sporting occasion. But it's a fantastic scene. You know, look at the colour around the place. This is Ireland and this is what it's all about, the greatest field game in the world. James McGarry and goal for Kilkenny. Shoots up through the stone. Michael Kavanagh, Noel Hickey, and Jackie Terrell on the full back line. No space to win in this town. You're out of luck. The half back line is James Ryle, John Tennyson, and Tommy Walsh. Derek Ling and James Char Fitzpatrick. And you're not moving anywhere. Richard Power. Right half forward, Henry Shefflin and Owen Larkin. Take you out of this place, someone you could lend. Eddie Brennan, Martin Comerford and Aidan forward to the full forward line. It's a beautiful day. It is underway, the ball is in and the game is on. Till Kenny are all fired up for this game. Looking at Henry Shefflin, he stands over the ball, he's 49 yards out, straight in front of the canal goal. He strikes it, he splits the post and the cats are in front, one to Kilkenny. And now there's a little bit of tension going on. Now there's a little bit of rough and tumble and cross hard. In your face, stop. Who'll win the All Ireland right now? Kilkenny saying they will. Comerford sends a huge ball between the rock. The rock is inside. It breaks off the rock's hand. It will come to Aidan Fogarty. A ball by Kilkenny. And a rattling shot by Aidan Fogarty. A ball by Kilkenny. And a rattling Goal, David, and Martin Comfort, who's been having a fantastic game. Out no helping now. Lofted it into the square. Brennan bought for it. The ball broke to Fogarty, who rattled it in. And again, we spoke about the players coming into it. And Fogarty is one of those, and that's a great goal. Well, we certainly can't wait for the second half. All-Ireland hurling final day, and what a game it is. 1-8 to Kilkenny, 8 points to Cork. Yes, and the ball sent by James McGarry from the puck out. It's high and it's long, and it's beyond the 50-yard line. A brilliant catch by Aidan Fogarty. He turns, he strikes, and he sends the ball in. And that is magnificent hurling by Kilkenny and Aidan Fogarty. What an All-Ireland final we're having. Cocker in big trouble, Michael Walsh. And the chef has sent it in and over the bar again. Oh, what a day for back for the Minnickel Kenny. They've got to concentrate now for the last minute and a half around that because this is critical now. Cork could still get another goal. They're very, very dangerous at the moment. Here come Cork with Jerry O'Connor. Jerry is pulled. Leaves the ball back behind to Alpine. Oh, Alpine leaves it towards Jodine. So Brian Cochran comes out, tries to gather it. Kilkenny will try to get the play. Yes. And they've got it. And a big yes from Michael and Paddy. Here comes John Jensen. Oh! All Ireland champions for 2006 are Kilkenny. The men in the black and arm for jerseys. The roar was from Michael Walsh and Paddy Prendergast. There's a 747 jet landing in Dublin, but Lee McCarthy will be landing in the streets of Kilkenny tomorrow night. I have never seen 
A play is with such emotion on the field of play. Oh, what a game of hurling. What a brilliant game. What a game. What a win. Fantastic stuff. All Ireland champions for 2006 are Gilkenny. KCLR 96 FM. Well, what a beautiful day. It's hard to believe it's 15 years ago, but good evening and welcome to our preview of tomorrow's All-Ireland semi-final between Kilkenny and Cork. That's actually the last time that Kilkenny and Cork played one another in an All-Ireland final. 20... uh, 2006 I should say and uh, what a day it was uh, that was David Burns he'll actually be on duty with Willie Quinlan tomorrow night on the Carroll County Football Final the Michael Ling Motors County Football Final full commentary tomorrow night at half six but we do have full live commentary from Croke Park tomorrow at 3.30 with Michael Walsh again on analysis uh, with myself so we look forward to that and we do hope that uh, all the Kilkenny people uh, across the world will be joining us on the app uh, lots to get through today right up to six o'clock and we have a few different people to talk to we have a competition as well because uh, we have one of the Kilkenny commemorative uh, jerseys to give away and we'll be talking to Paul Fitzgerald before the end of the programme in relation to the jersey and what it means and what it's all about and it's proving very, very popular indeed. So we've set the ball rolling because you have an an ideal opportunity to win this jersey from us here on the preview show on KCLR 96FM in association with La Hearts and all we want to know is what year did Kilkenny win their last All-Ireland Senior Hurling title? Now you've got to text in your name uh, and uh, say where you are your name and text where you are and uh, that is the situation obviously you've got to put down the answer as well so your answer your name and where you are it's as simple as that everybody can enter your title to enter we're on 083-306-9696 that's the dinnersready.ie alright so now uh, plenty of years before the year that I'm speaking about uh, one of the regarded as one of the greatest if not the greatest hurler of his generation Eddie Kerr was the latest guest on this week's episode of the Clash Act with Eddie Scal and ahead of the two semi-finals the Roar Rennish man gives his thoughts on how he feels tomorrow will go for Kilkenny against Cork Eddie Will it be pushing wide Michael the game is over very exciting All-Ireland semi-finals to look forward to um, up first on Saturday is obviously Waterford against Limerick yeah. um, fair to say that probably early in the year we would have written Waterford off and expected them to limp out of the championship um, they've, they've, they've come back with a bit of fight they sure have and they're a brilliant team uh, like uh, Waterford are a great hurling county over the years and it's a shame in a way that uh, they haven't won an All-Ireland since the one we're talking about <laughs> earlier 59 and they had so many great players you know in to mean some great teams like you know the Paul Flynn's Ken McGrath's and all those uh, um, Tony Brown's never won All-Ireland titles which is a pity now the present team is, I think is a super team um, and you know of any team that have a chance of taking Limerick I think Waterford have now uh, they're they have a I suppose almost an embarrassment of good hurlers on the Waterford team uh, great great for taking scores and they can get goals and points and I just hope that um, uh, you know maybe this is their year now of course this is after Kilkenny we'll talk about that but um, 
they have a good chance of beating Limerick but things have to go their way and as we said earlier Eddie you know you have to get the breaks as well whether it's from the referee or whatever uh, and the f- things work out for you but I think Waterford have a great chance of beating Limerick uh, would, would the fact that this is because it's something you alluded to earlier was how congested the season is that you don't get a chance to look back at last week's game and say what mm. a cracker that was you're already mm. looking at this week's game this is Waterford's I think this is Waterford's fourth week in a row it is yeah um, yeah is this something that you'd worry going into the last 15 minutes of a match that they're out week four in a row where Limerick have been sitting down watching TV for the last couple of weeks enjoying yeah, it? You never know and we don't know in our game either how that's going to work because uh, maybe they're on a roll and and um, you know uh, it might take Limerick a bit longer to to go through the gears you know we don't know that how it'll affect them but um, they didn't show any signs, uh, you know, in the in the, the last two games, Waterford of of, of fatigue at all, fa- just... fatigue in the end of the match, you know. So, uh, like, I hope they 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 can keep it up for one more match, and yeah. And so, head head says Limerick, hearts hope Waterford. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, two great teams. Limerick are a fantastic team. Uh, some great horrors, but uh, you know, I have a special draw for Waterford. And then. Sunday, obviously a game that you'll be focusing, mm. you'll be getting your full attention, I'm sure. But uh, the yeah. Cork, Cork against Kilkenny, um, you know, Cork, both teams have beaten Dublin. Kilkenny obviously beat Dublin in the Leinster final. I know it's very hard to try and judge. Oh, we beat them by that, mm. and they beat mm. them by this. But looking at the two games, you know, what would your take be? I mean, looking at Cork against Dublin last week, would you? Be fearful of Cork, or do you you'd have to be. I think they're. I think Cork are very good. I mean, they've they've been in the doldrums for for for, for Cork for too long. You know, they, they I think it took them a long time to recover from that strike so many years ago. Um, and and uh, but I think they're back now in a big way, and they're underage teams like minors and under under twenties as it is now. Um, uh, they seem to have been doing great work at underage level and a lot of those now are coming into this Cork team and they are playing great hurling great speed and which we will have to counteract obviously you know like um, they're uh, once to get the ball their focus is on getting goals and we just hope that our particularly our half back line will be able to stop the runs early on and you know the full back line will be able to defend uh, from the speedy forwards you know but um, it'll be uh, like we don't know Kilkenny have been developing very well over this season and I think we're all very pleased at the way they develop but I, I, I think we're still not sure what team is going to be out and and who's the best in each position but I'll just be finally i I just be hopeful that this year we might be uh, able to uh, beat Cork I think Cork may be the team for the for this decade like I think over the next couple of years Cork may be taken over from Limerick but like I'd be hoping that this year that we might uh, pull one across them and Patrick Horgan um, as a player is he is he as good as oh, they're ever ah he's super super player yeah God I mean his skill level is extraordinary um, but uh you know, he'll obviously have to be marked tight, but then he can't be fouled either. He's brilliant at the freeze, and well. you know, so they'll just have to be hurled. He'll just, and I'm sure uh, the Kilkenny defence, wh- wh- whoever he'll be playing on, whether it's Hugh Lawler or Tommy Welsh or 
Paddy Deegan, I'm not sure, but they'll just have to be well prepared to keep right with them. And at the other end of the field, we've uh, we've we've a lad in Kilkenny that's yeah. not too bad either in, 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 in TJ Reid. TJ is um, some hurler. God is a, is a joy to watch, isn't he? Um, and um, I think he's getting more support now from the players around him. You know, and his work rate is phenomenal. Uh, and you know, it's nice. I always feel it's nice to have a, a good few Shamrocks lads on that team because they know how to play well together. And the other guys are—they're all working well together, and their their work rate is phenomenal. So I'd be just hopeful that um, that that work rate and the skill level that's in the forwards will get us enough scores uh, to, and back up TJ as well, of course. <laughs> Yeah, brilliant to hear Eddie Kerr there, a gentleman, and uh, what a great player Eddie was. I remember him playing, I was only a young fella now, Eddie laughs every time I tell him that, but uh, outstanding, uh, as I said, of his generation, uh, the best player, and uh, one of the greatest ever to put on the black and amber. Now, in relation to the Waterford-Limerick match, uh, David Abbott is in our newsroom, he's listening with, or he's watching in here with Bated Brett through the window, he's a Waterford man, he's hoping for a big win uh, this evening, but in relation to Waterford, in Conor Gleeson is held in reserve for Waterford as they prepare for this match, as uh, throwing is at five o'clock. Liam Cal has named the same team that defeated his native Tipperary 428 to 227 and of course that was a titanic battle at Parky Cueve uh, showing 12 survivors of the side that started the same McCarthy Cup decider nine months ago the Nair Four Mile Water Club and Leeson will have to be content with the place on the bench for the All-Ireland semi-final as he returns from a suspension while Erla Daly remains absent through injury. So that's a pity for Erla Daly. Now, in relation to Limerick, Aaron Gillan is back in the Limerick team for this All-Ireland semi-final. The Patrick's Well man comes in for Graham Mulcahy after being a surprise omission from the starting 15 which faced Tipperary in that Munster final. Gillan made a major impact following his introduction against the Premier County but was fortunate to avoid a red card, an incident involving uh, Cahill Barrett. Dan Morrissey, well, Dan is a seasoned campaigner with Limerick now. He's also drafted in at full-back with Richie English dropping to the bench for what is a repeat of last year's All-Ireland final of course. Now in relation to Kilkenny it's no secret now the team announced uh, last night Owen Murphy is in goal from Glenmore full back line Tommy Walsh Tullerone Hugh Lawler O'Loughlin's uh, O'Loughlin Gales and Paddy Deegan O'Loughlin Gales half back line James Mars St Lactans Podrick Walsh Tullerone and Mikey from Young Ireland's Connor Fogarty of Aaron's own number 8 Richie Reid Rocks Bally Hale number 9 and the captain also from Shamrocks uh, number 10 Adrian Mullen John Donnelly of Thomastown wears the number 11 shirt tomorrow in Croke Park Billy Ryan of Greg Bally Callum number 12 and Owen Cody top of the right from the Shamrocks TJ Reid also and Alan Murphy number 15 from Glen Moore so the changes there are Michael Carey Connor Fogarty Alan Murphy they all have been drafted into the team for tomorrow uh, Carey comes in at left half back for Connor Brown who misses out with a leg injury so unfortunately for Connor, he hasn't recovered while four time all our winner uh, Fogarty replaces Richie Lahey in the midfield sector and elsewhere in attack Murphy starts at corner forward as I said with Martin Keown the third player to lose out from the side to defeat at Dublin 125 at headquarters three weeks ago now for Cork Kieran Kingston well he has made just one change to his Cork team to take on Kenny in Sunday's All-Ireland Senior Hurling uh, Championship semi-final he has handed a recall to All-Ireland under 20 winner Shane Barrett at corner forward as Shane Kingston uh, makes way following the 8 point victory over Dublin last week so no sentiment there from Daddy but anyway meanwhile cornerback Niall O'Leary has been past fit to play against Kilkenny despite being forced off with a leg injury during the closest stages of the All-Ireland quarter final at Semple Stadium now the text is on fire in relation to the commemorative Kilkenny jersey that we are giving away on the previous show here 
lots and lots of texts in, uh, lots of correct answers, a few incorrect answers, so you might want to do your research. Uh, what year did Kilkenny win their last senior All-Ireland title? So that's what year did Kilkenny win their last All-Ireland senior title? The prize today is a commemorative Kilkenny jersey to give away. That's the story there. We're going to take a break here on the preview show. When we come back, we'll be talking to Adrian Ronan. It's all eyes on Croke Park this Sunday as the Cats go and search for a place in the All-Ireland Final. Tune into KCLR this Sunday for all the excitement and build-up from Croke Park as Kilkenny gets set to face Cork in the penultimate decider. We'll hear from the experts and supporters to get their view ahead of the clash. The KCLR All-Ireland semi-final build-up live outside Croke Park this Sunday from 2pm. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LaHartsVolkswagen.ie KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special with thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny, lahartzskoda.ie Yes, as I said, we're joined now by Adrian Ronan on the phone line and uh, good afternoon, Adrian. Brandon, Brendan, how are you? Uh, my mother always said I'm to call you Adrian, you're not to be calling that chap Ronnie, so there you are, so uh, good afternoon. Well, <laughs> I'm not normal. I don't normally run around to Adrian, but anyway, I've been called worse. Uh, anyway, one. you know the answer to our question, I suppose. But uh, you'd be hoping that Kilkenny will will win an All Ireland Senior Title this year of 2021. But Adrian, a difficult assignment uh, tomorrow. First and foremost, what have you made of the team selection? Yeah, well, I suppose like most people, the team selection was always going to hinge on Connor Brown being available or not. So obviously, Mikey Carey, who has done so well in his appearances to date has uh, entered the fray at left half back and rightly deserves to come in at left half back and I suppose Richie Latty's injury has caught up with him so the two of those were major surprises and no major surprises that the two of them were injured so Mikey Carey coming in and uh, Conor Forberty coming back obviously offered huge experiences is a huge benefit to Kilkenny the surprise I suppose is Matthew Keown not playing uh, and the rumour being that he's not injured so I suppose that's the major surprise coming from the Kilkenny team will that be the team that will play a lot of the experts and the people in the know no one knows for sure but a lot of people would suggest that Mossy Keown will play so there's an expected change in the Kilkenny team before the match possibly that Young Keown will play Brian Cody doesn't often do it in the past but strangely in the last three championship matches he's made starting games from the teams that we're used to and you'd know Brendan from covering all the games it's seldom Kilkenny make changes but in the last couple of championship matches Brian Cody has changed the team for whatever reason so I'd expect Mossy Hewn uh, maybe to start so we'll wait and see Adrian as an experienced like yourself that has played in All-Ireland Finals and looking at this uh, on the whole this is a good Cork team under Kieran Kingston they've played great hurling they've racked up some terrific scores got great goals what would your biggest worry be going tomorrow from a Kilkenny point of view? Well, I suppose, from a Kilkenny point of view, like a lot of people, we're just slightly worried about what what have we to gauge against. We can only look at the two performances of now. We talk about the rivalry and the history and all that's gone on in the past. That means nothing, really, on the day. It's all about the time and now and the future and what's going to happen tomorrow. So the only bit of form we're looking at is Kilkenny. Both of us have played Dublin and both of us have played Clare in recent times. And that's what I'd be looking at. And when you look at those two matches, Kilkenny beat Dublin by 9 points Cork beat Dublin by 8 points suggests there's not much between us 
just so the one I'm watching is Clare Clare beat us down I know it's only the league but we still end up with about 11 of that team that played Clare in the league we went down to win that match in Cusick Park Cork beat Clare so that would suggest based on the form book and that's all we think that all I think I can go on in the last month or so is that Clare and Dublin match so that would suggest it's obviously very close and rightly so as the bookies are calling it so we are worried going into it as a Kilkenny team um, and I believe more than ever um, which is great for us now because we do have a panel that the panel is going to have a huge part to play in this and the Kilkenny subs five subs that Brian Cody may introduce are going to have a huge bearing on this game In relation to firepower Adrian just looking back at the stats from the Wexford match which you covered and we'll come back to the Wexford game in a minute and the Dublin game the Kilkenny half forward line only scored three points against Wexford and did the same against Dublin in the Leinster final so six points in two games not a fantastic return from a unit you'd expect a little bit more of the point it would make if TJ has a bit of an off day up front and doesn't get the ratio that he normally gets could be in a bit of bother because all games are now won with massive score lines they are, and you rightly said it, and which might come back to the to the to the suggestion that I was saying that the sub is now making a huge contribution. And you're right that nowadays there's so many tactics and so many, I suppose, me streaming and media and 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 access to players and tacticians and statisticians, you can't blink with it without having a camera on you. So there's an awful lot of analysis done. So this is where maybe the sub has been introduced can make a difference, and maybe the makeup of the play when things settle down make a difference and that's why I believe particularly if you go back to Kenny versus Wexford which we often talk about and that's the game that Kenny's form is going on like we introduced uh, at least five, six, seven subs because of extra time as well we reintroduced uh, Billy Ryan back into that game and in all of that the subs scored 1-9 that day so that's a massive contribution out of the Kenny bench uh, against Wexford I know it went to extra time so I'm leaning my form book on the fact that the subs and the panel and the introduction of those things are going to have a huge bearing on it because I believe nowadays a team and a championship will be won by 20 players. OK, and we're just getting word in here, uh, Ronnie from Croke Park, that the Waterford Limerick game has been delayed until half past five, so that's just breaking news. At yeah, the moment. I saw that, would you believe it? Bale of hay has been knocked over in Kildare. <laughs> and it's delayed the supporters the, the, the rumour is that Waterford have arrived and are there since 4 o'clock but the rumour is that Limerick may not have arrived that was what the delay is so that's why they've delayed it for well, a half an hour season. well both would be on the M7 yeah Waterford from the M9 mm. M7 but that's it but Adrian you mentioned Wexford let's take you back because we were wondering and worrying on the day and you, ha- you brought us some great excitement Workel Kenny ha- heading out of the championship David Dunn got a goal from Wexford and moved him two points ahead after Lee Chin point with ten minutes left to go you'll hear yourself here just take us back as we mentioned the Wexford match John Donnelly has it. He's going to give it to Paddy Deegan. He doesn't. He gives it to Parik Welch. Parik Welch. The last score was scored by Tommy Welch. Will this be another Welch from Tullerone to score? No. It's a wide and maybe a little bit ambitious out of Parik. But if Tommy can do it, Tommy Parik said he could try it. 59. Two-point game. Wexford need the next score down on top of Brown and McDonald. oh the break the sub was on for Wexford number 23 23 James Myers following him a goal for Wexford we said it number 23 no, no, goal goal. 23 for Wexford David, David Dunn. Dunn David Dunn came on we said whoever got the goal had to give himself a chance a goal for Wexford yeah and the uh, Kenny defence brought out and uh, he got through and put it away and a uh, big score in the game again because Kenny had just come back and gone ahead by two points 
Well, they had, but near the end of normal time, Owen Cody gives Kenny a three-point lead and they finally have breathing space. They desperately need it. I don't know how he got the breed on this day. It was now 127-124. The umpire has gone to the left and it's gone over the bar at Popper Wexford and truly, truly entertaining game. We criticised the first 10 or 12 minutes of tactics, but we've been served with the last 50 minutes of entertaining hurling, Michael Welch. Yes, absolutely fantastic. Great score by Wexford, great reply by them. 124. Oh, Ginger! Has to be! Has to be! This is it! Game over! Oh, great goal! Goal! Oh, Cody! Brilliant goal by Owen Cody! The puck out went long and the ball broke. And now Kilkenny 67, 124 to 127. Master! massive score in this game Michael absolutely that's the one that Ronnie that's the one that we waited for and uh, it's, it, it has to be a game changer but maybe not well there we are it was a game changer in the end Ronnie with another little bit of action to come from there but he is a potential match winner tomorrow as well Owen Cody yeah a uh, guy that maybe uh, came on the scene a bit sooner than some of us had thought then got the young hurler of the year last year marvellous achievement for the to get the young hurler of the year some people questioned maybe that he hadn't maybe the best of years, but got the young hair of the year, but he's answered his critics brilliantly in the National League this year, particularly at times when some of the other leading forwards weren't going well. Owen Cody has uh, led the charge and has taken a huge amount of pressure off his club mate and I suppose his um, uh, mentor in TJ Reid. But the 1-5, particularly against uh, Wexford, when we struggled for scores on the day and that goal was vital, but has turned into being a hugely talented player, but now has got physically matured and uh, um, and turned into a big unit so a lot expected of him but as we said comes from a great bloodline in the Shefflin blood is in him and um, that obviously has to stand for something so Owen Cody yeah, is uh, huge as I said takes huge pressure off of um, TJ Reid and is one that Kenny will be leading uh, towards to get some vital scores yeah and there was a bit of strength against adversity in that game as well Ronnie because Owen Murphy sent off for 10 minutes at the start of extra time and Mark Fanning scores the penalty and Kilkenny are on the brink again Paddy turns in on his right back to the middle a dangerous ball out with Paddy to each in stupid ball out with Paddy it comes to number 18 number 18 is inside oh oh, oh it's a penalty and he's going off the field if the rules are the rules, Owen Murphy is going off. Gone. It's a penalty, and he's gone. He's gone. Owen he's gone. gone. He's gone off the no, field. He's only given him a yellow. No, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, he's he's gone. gone for ten minutes. He will not be in the first half. Darren Brennan has to come on here. Darren Brennan is ready. Yeah. Kilkenny are down to fourteen, and that came from a silly pass from Paddy Deegan. Yeah, it was crazy what he was thinking of there. I don't know, but, but that's them new tactics. They'll have to take right? off somebody now as well. Now to take off somebody is right. Someone is going to be sacrificed, unfortunately. And it's young Bergen, the Conaghy man, is going to be sacrificed. Yeah. Unfortunately, James Bergen makes his way. One minute gone, 127 to Kilkenny. Owen Murphy, a silly, silly pass. Paddy Deegan, uh, misread, mistimed the pass. Owen, Darren Brennan comes on. That's for the second time, I think, Michael. He's come on to face a penalty. Mark Fanning is up for Wexford to take the penalty. Wexford certainly have a chance now to light up this game and yeah. go three points in head. Mark Fanning on airing up to now. Fanning. Strikes brilliantly. Goal. Oh, Darren Brennan did very, very well, but the goal went in. Goal for Wexford. 2.27 to Wexford. 1.27 to Kilkenny. Costly, costly mistake. Count Kilkenny down to 14 men. 
And Ronnie, in looking back at that, you mentioned it a few minutes ago, the Kenny bench is very important for tomorrow and it proved very important on that day as well because if my memory serves me right, was it 1-6 without reply an extra time second period? Yeah, you're dead right, something like that. And the Midge, as we know and we might hear, uh, had a huge part to play in that with Wally getting the goal, Billy Ryan coming back on, getting the point, uh, Mikey Carey getting the point, James Berrigan getting two wonder points the Connie man, the only young man getting two hundred points over his shoulder. John Donnelly and James Maher came on that day as well and James Maher starts tomorrow. So again, as we as you rightly said, that match times would have got it turned out as exciting as we let on to be in the commentary, but it was a great <laughs> match because sometimes as well, you know, you might you might be nervous, but it turned out to be a great game and a great challenge for Kilkenny. And I still think that'll stand hugely to Kilkenny. And one of the things that we might not have mentioned and we should mention was the quality of the fitness levels of the Kilkenny players and I think Michael Comfort and John Kearns and his team uh, need to take huge uh, credit for this the Kilkenny team the Wexford lads were falling down with cramps left right and centre that was 15-20 minutes of extra time and during that game Kilkenny got stronger and stronger all over the field and that is a huge testament to the fit levels and the performance levels of Mikey Comfort and the strength and conditioning team he has around him and I think that again that freshness might stand to us tomorrow Corker coming on the bounce with three matches in a row three weekends in a row we're coming fresh with no matches for three weeks that will have to help us I think coming down the home straight OK well Adrian Mullen was having a chat with us during the week and he more or less is uh, reiterating what you said as well Ronnie so well called on that one as well just uh, before we do play back Wally's goal from that 1-6 uh, without reply uh, James Bergen has uh, proved that he's well able to play at this level as well since the start of the year he's been very very inspirational with Kenny when getting a chance and in saying that looking at Wally on the bench James on the bench um, you have uh, Joey Holden uh, Killian Buckley it's a good strong bench and you mentioned that earlier on so that I, I think it's going to be the same for Waterford today their bench is going to be important in their semi-final Limerick are the favourites there it's nip and tuck with Cork and Kilkenny but uh, it looks a good all-round panel and a strong panel that Brian has built a good team and he's going in there as he feels the way to go into this match Yeah well again we struggled in the last few years we questioned the Kilkenny depth and the next Kilkenny group that might make the breakthrough we were all worried and concerned we're in an All-Ireland semi-finals. It's very hard to keep us supporters happy. I don't know what we need Brian Cody needs to do. We're in an All-Ireland semi-final. We should be grateful and thankful we're in an All-Ireland semi-final. We have a great chance of getting to a final. Regardless who we played or what we played, we're in a semi-final. We have an hour, we're 70 minutes away from being an All-Ireland final. I think that's huge testament to Brian Cody and his team and the group of players. So I think hopefully we'll rally around him and worry about whatever's the result today. The only thing that matters to us is getting the performers and winning. If we perform anywhere close to where we played against Wexford, I think we'll, we will um, catch Cork. Cork are an up-and-coming team for sure. Might be a year too early for Cork. We're a, t- a year ahead of Cork with our with our new players and building team. We have brought a lot of new guys in, but we're two years further down the road than Cork. And I think, again, that will play uh, to our advantage tomorrow when it matters that bit of experience and of course the what man we always mention is TJ Reid but the other man that I always love and mention Brendan is of course is Richie Hogan's back in the subs Messi that obviously smells danger I think for any other team so I'm really looking forward to hoping that Richie Hogan has a, a major part to play he certainly has and you always call him Messi and I see Messi is for sale now as well or free transfer or whatever but Richie is not going on any free transfer Ronnie before we let you go you will be in Croker tomorrow and you're doing the preview show from 2pm uh, from outside Croker Park as well we're looking forward to that on the big blue bus the KCLR outside broadcast unit yeah we're on the OB unit we'll welcome any callers yourself and Mikey I think are saying hello we have a few guests lined up 
and of course anyone that's passing can come in and say hello and offer their words of encouragement we like the people to let us know what to think beforehand we have a huge amount of people to tell us all about what should have happened after the match and where the mistakes were made <laughs> maybe let's call the people before the match to tell us where we should and could win it so look forward to that um, conversations uh, tomorrow with Eddie Hughes uh, is managing the thing um, and hopefully we get the punters will offer a bit of uh, vital information and some uh, knowledge before the game well well done Adrian and we look forward to that and hopefully we can get a goal like this one Wally got in Wexford during that 1-6 without reply thanks for joining us Adrian we'll leave you on a high note and we really look forward to working with you tomorrow in Croke Park Best stuff thanks Brendan good man thanks Adrian Wally puts up his hand and comes down with it and he's gone on the 21 he's on the 14 Wally's going through he bats it oh a goal by Wally Welch welcome back Wally by Kilkenny are ecstatic Kilkenny are delighted Cody's happy great great goal 2.35 to 2.29 Michael Welch what a goal by Wally yeah a brilliant goal and uh, that's the game Ronnie and you could see it coming for a while but I, I know you're saying they have to have class and they have class but the amount of players that Kenny brought on that made a difference today well, is Michael. incredible OK, well, as Michael Walsh said, it's incredible. And we've a text in to say, Brendan, will you name the Kilkenny bench? You said it strong. Darren Brennan, sub-goalkeeper. Joey Holland, 17. Kieran Wallace, 18. Conor Delaney, 19. Dara Corcoran, number 20. Killian Buckley, Martin Keown, Walter Walsh, James Bergen, Richie Hogan and Liam Blanchfield. It's not a bad bench. Anyway, would you like a Kilkenny commemorative jersey? Well, if you do and you want one, you got to text us the answer and your name to 083-306-9696. That's the dinner's ready. Don i.e. text number here on KCLR we want to know what year did Kilkenny last win an All-Ireland Senior Hurling title we'll be back after the break with Michael Walsh the KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahartz the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny lahartzvolkswagen.ie Yes, welcome back to the preview of tomorrow's semi-final in Croke Park. Full live commentary at half past three here on KCLR 96M. First of two commentaries tomorrow. Don't forget at half six tomorrow night, the 2020 Michaeling Motors Carlow Senior Football Championship Final between Aira Og and Radvili. David Burns and Willie Quinlan will call the action there. The next man I will speak to will be on analysis, as always, on KCLR 96FM. Uh, Michael Walsh joins me on the phone. Good evening, Michael. Good evening, Brendan. How are you? You're looking forward to it, Michael. You're a true and true hurling man. You love your hurling. You love sport. And this is a cracking weekend in relation to, apart from working in Croke Park, you're looking forward to the first semi-final this evening, which you do know now is delayed by a half an hour. Limerick and Waterford. Yeah, I'm actually here. I'm actually, I was looking up to get a ticket there this morning, so I'm up here and I got caught in that, in that uh, mayhem on the... M7. On the M- M7, and it was just, it was frightening enough now, um... So, look, thank God, I, 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 there's, guards, there's guards there and fire brigades, but I think it was a bale uh, bail, of hay that spread all over the road. But it was, uh, it was a big tailback and it was a big hold-up. So, look, that's, it was, uh, I was thinking it would be put back because there was, there was standstill there for about 20 minutes, half an hour. OK, well, you're looking forward to it anyway, Michael. Limerick are the strong favourites. Give Waterford any chance? Yeah, look, I would, Brendan. I, 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 just, I, I just worry about the four weeks. I just read an article with Owen Kelly, the former water hurler there this morning. And I think he was right. I, I just can't understand. I know, look, if you lose a match and it seems to be you're penalised for it, that's fine. But I just do feel that another week wouldn't have got a stay on this. I think both Watford and Cork would have deserved an extra week. But look, that's the way it works out. Uh, if, if the four weeks, uh, if they can manage that at all, I think they'll, they'll, they'll have a really good rattle here today. I think Watford needs to come off to a really good start and I think they need to maintain that and see where it takes them. Look, I, 
Limerick are the favourites, Brendan, and there's no question about that. But I, I've been very impressed with Watford in the last two matches. Yeah, I think everybody has. Michael, in relation to tomorrow, it's going to be a tough yeah. one. It's it's a 50-50 battle. Now, the way yeah. I would look at this is Kilkenny, as we know, defeated Wexford. You were there to defeat at Dublin. And to uh, to impress in their next outings uh, means Brian Cody's new look side have to prove uh, definitively that they're capable of producing the same level of form against top task sides. The point I would make is Dublin and Wexford failed to go any further in, in the championship. So, uh, where does that yeah. leave Kilkenny? Yeah, I think that's a very fair point. But I, I, I remember remarking to somebody a, a number of weeks ago, and look, we've been there for, I don't know, many years now. I know we were there when the really great times were there as well. But it, even when the times are not great, you, you very rarely find Kilkenny won't perform on a big day in Club Park. They might win or they might lose, but you'll find and see that it'll be an absolute titanic battle and it'll go down to the wire. So I think Kilkenny, to answer your question, I think Kilkenny will probably lift themselves again to another level tomorrow and they will have to because look at if you go on the farm line I suppose the only one is Dublin and both of them I think Kenny won by nine Cork won by eight and uh, I think that's the point in the difference so look if you go on the farm lines of the two matches set against Dublin they shouldn't be happening it and they probably won't be but uh, can Cork Cork are going to come up against something they haven't come up against so far in the fact that Kenny's forwards in particular will absolutely manically hurt, hurt them you know hunt them down now uh, they're on about the pace and the skill and all this about Cork and seemingly Kilkenny are always lumbered with this uh, middle third war but Kilkenny as you and I know have some extremely skillful players particularly up front and uh, they're as skillful as anyone in the country so I expect a great battle and uh, you know I expect it, it, it will be very very tight How about this uh, young man Jack O'Connor Patrick Horgan Shane Barrett in now so that's a formidable yeah. and a, a very good Cork full forward line Michael Yeah it, it, it's a very strong full forward line now, now in fairness two of them are untested up here that's the, that's the big key it's a big big difference for them tomorrow and I never like to talk about a player the week before a match and there's been an awful lot of talk about young Jack O'Connor he's brilliant he's exciting to watch but again I just said it a few minutes ago about Cork playing a, a different animal tomorrow he's about to experience something different tomorrow I think as well in the fact that he may not find there's as much space as he thinks or he might have had in the other matches because Kenny will try and close that down and will have to close it down because as you say the lads, we know Horgan he, he was unbelievable two years ago and a great battle with Hugh Lawler is going to end too there because Hugh Lawler is having the year of his life as well so look at uh, Jack O'Connor very exciting and uh, well, I would say then at the other end Don Cody is equally as exciting and uh, you know he, he, he's a fellow that had an unbelievable game against Wexford and not so good the last day but still contributed very highly and I'm sure he will again tomorrow OK and Michael in the post-match interview Brian Cody referred to the look of Kilkenny with injuries and Covid after the game because as you know what did we experience that night starters Keno Callan, Ronan Hayes missing from Dublin due to Covid and then lost yep. key players lost the full back Owen O'Donnell Brian referred to it as being uh, a little bit of luck but in saying that Kilkenny outscored Dublin in a 10 minute spell in the second half by 6 points to 1 and they moved 8 ahead 21 13 I think that was around 45 to 55 minutes we'll just take a listen back to that on that night in Croke Park Ooh, Dublin have left it behind them they're making mistakes and they've been punished they've been punished the man to punish them was Alan Murphy Alan's got his first one he's got the first one and it's gone in and over the bar that was a double mistake, Michael. Yeah, yeah, and it's coming from just the, the pressure they're under and uh, they're in serious bother now, Brendan, seven down. Seven down, Dara Gray gets a two, Liam Rush, one of the most experienced, well, two of the most experienced men on the field and goes straight out of touch on that far side. It will be a line ball to Gilkenny. A long way to go. We have 52 minutes played. 
18 minutes remaining in Croke Park the second half is on Dublin looking for a score from inside the 65 and it's gone in and it's gone out wide it's a wide ball a shot came from Rean McBride McBride from St. Vincent's water break I think is it now we have a drop of Ishka not an electrifying second half look at Kenny just doing enough to tip along a 65 3 freeze from TJ Martin Keown with a super score Alan Murphy and James Marr yeah, and they, they have upped it, Brendan, in the last five or six minutes. And, you know, but, but as I said, Dublin just can't make the ball stick in the forwards. And Kenny are coming into the game. Substitutions have helped as well. And, uh, you know, they're looking strong, very strong at this stage of the game. And on the 64th minute of that game, TJ Reid, he scored a penalty and Kenny have all but won the game, 122-15. to 15. It finished up 125-19. to 19. Here's a bit of action from that. So here's a goal chance now for Kilkenny. That's a penalty. That's a penalty. And it's ending off. Stephen True was Alan Murphy. And the Dublin player. Was there anyone inside him, Michael? That's a harsh decision, Brendan. Uh, it was definitely a penalty, alright, but this this is crazy. Like not 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 Yellow. Yeah, he's gone for ten minutes. Yeah. He's gone for the rest of the game. Yeah, he's gone for the rest of the game, yeah. Well, in fairness, we mentioned he took one for the parish earlier on. Not yeah. him, but he certainly took one yeah. for, for the city this time, not for the parish. But it's a penalty. It's a penalty. TJ Reid. Will he go for a goal, Michael? Will he take his points? Oh, God, he'll go for a goal, Brendan. Will he? Yeah, and he'll <laughs> you sure? And he'll score yeah. as well. You're never right. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm putting on... I'm going for the bottom right-hand corner. Here we go. Here's TJ, the penalty. Wow, there we go. Bottom right hand corner. One twenty two to fifteen. It finished up one twenty five to nineteen. How will it finish up tomorrow, Michael Walsh? Um, I, I think it'll be closer than that, Brendan, and I think it'll be a great game. Really looking forward to it. I think Kenny will edge it uh, by two or three points. Okay. Enjoy today. You, do you feel uh, Waterford? I know we mentioned Waterford. Do you feel the can? Uh, Spring Liam Cal has done a brilliant job with them so if they come out yeah. the matches might play a benefit to them but I know the point you're making yeah. is could be a little bit fatigue but uh, if anything yeah. give it a rattle the day as you can yeah they certainly can I just believe they need to get off to a really good start I don't know how this is real affect both teams but I, I think they, get, they need to get a really good start and maintain that throughout I think if Limerick get on top early it could be difficult enough but I, I do expect Limerick to share it as well Brendan okay. flying around the country Kerry during the week Dublin today and back tomorrow or some man Mikey Walsh Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you tomorrow, Mike. <laughs> Good luck, friend. Look forward to it. Thanks, Michael. There you are. Michael Walsh should be on analysis tomorrow. He's in Croker uh, for the game. Delayed a half an hour. Our question today for commemorative Kilkenny jersey. We want to know what year did Kilkenny win their last All Ireland senior hurling title? Text the answer and your name to 083-306-9696. That's the dinnersready.ie text number here at KCLR so what year did Kenny win their last All-Ireland Senior Hurling title we still have a few wrong answers but we have hundreds and hundreds of correct answers and we have a beautiful commemorative Jer- uh, Kilkenny jersey to give away uh, on the show we'll be back after this break we'll talk to you then the KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahart the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Lahart's Volkswagen.ie
Yes, and the answer's flying in for a competition. One year did Kilkenny win their last All-Ireland Senior Hurling title. That's for a commemorative Kilkenny jersey, and we look forward to uh, that as well. Now, a very special request for Shane Casper Kavanagh comes in from Miles and Mary, so happy birthday, uh, Shane. I believe it's your birthday uh, around this time, so happy birthday to you and to everybody that's celebrating their birthdays uh, out across Carlow Kilkenny this evening. Don't forget, full live commentary tomorrow at 3.30, and tomorrow night at 6.30, it's the Michael Ling Motors Carlow Senior Football Championship final of 2020 Era Og versus Radville with Willie Quinlan and David Burns we look forward to bringing that action also and a live broadcast tomorrow from 2pm outside Croke Park with Adrian Ronan on the microphone uh, lots of answers coming in Shane for the quiz I think 99.9% of them are right some people do have a guess some do a bit of research but uh, a massive entry yeah I texted in and got it wrong myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, hundreds are, are flying in we're keeping an eye on here it all goes into a generator and then we'll get one lucky winner so doesn't matter if you're in Portland, Oregon, like uh, Sheila and John Burkwar, who texted in earlier, or if you're in Carlow or indeed anywhere else. I have one. Porrick in Melbourne is tuned and joined the show. And Kilkenny Joe in brackets, he says, in listening in Dublin. And he says, come on, the cats. And he hopes Waterford win this evening as well. And I've just found out the detail of that. The bales on the lorry that have delayed everybody going to Croke Park were too high and they hit one of the overpasses. And uh, the bales come down on the road. That's why the game is delayed in Croke Park till 5.30. Yeah, absolute madness. Hopefully everybody is okay. Hopefully there was no injuries or anything like that. But we're still all greatly looking forward. It kind of true was a bit out of whack. Because we, we were going to look at the team sheet, hence why I'm here talking now at the moment. But uh, hopefully everybody is okay. We're looking forward to it. Obviously, it's a rerun of last year's final. Um, I have positive sentiment is towards uh, Liam Carl's Waterford as well. I, I suppose not from a Kilkenny perspective after last year's semi-final, but I think Kilkenny versus Limerick. That's the that's the final most want to see. Yeah, and we'll have Brian Hogan and Kieran Joyce uh, on the show after the news at five o'clock. Also, yeah, lots coming up. Own Larkin as well. I'm going to be talking to Own Larkin. How, how would I forget Larkin? And Adrian Mullen also so some big interviews not to say that Ronnie and Michael weren't the big interviews well, but they, they were legends from my era we, we, hear, we hear them on KCLR all the time <laughs> but uh, Adrian Mullen and uh, Kieran Joyce Owen Larkin and uh, and uh, Brian Hogan we don't get to hear them quite a lot so it'll be great to get their thoughts and it'll be great to hear what questions you have for them the KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Lahartsvolkswagen.ie Yes, welcome back to the second hour of our preview programme and we have a great competition up and running in the preview programme for a commemorative uh, Kilkenny jersey. We want to know when is the last time Kilkenny won an All-Ireland Senior Hurling title? So what year did Kilkenny win their last Senior uh, All-Ireland Hurling title? Text the answer and your name to 083-306-9696 on our dinnersready.ie text line. Right, next man I'm going to talk to down there in the Roar in Ishtig. He's been part and parcel of some tremendous days in the Black and Amber and his club, of course. And uh, Kieran Joyce joins me on the phone. Good evening, Kieran. How are things? Not too bad in yourself. Oh, keeping well, keeping well. <laughs> a festival of hurling, as I said to Michael Walsh, you're looking forward to the two matches. You're probably happy now there's a half an hour delay because you were pencilled in to come to, uh, come to KCLR. Now you can have a half an hour to spare and an extra cup of tea before the Waterford Limerick game starts. How do you see that going? Yeah, it looks going to be a great game, I think. Um, look, obviously, Limerick are favourites. Um, everyone's kind of talking Limerick up again. But obviously, Waterford have, have shown a renewed vigour again this year. You know, they, they, I, the, the only problem I see with Waterford is, is I think it's four game in a row, like, affirmed. Like, so you'd hope, look, if they have the legs to get over Limerick, like, you know, anything's possible. But, uh, it, look, it'll be, it'll be a hard task to get back up to that level again four weeks on the trot. Um, especially some of our main lads, if they can, 
last 70 minutes they have every chance but you know that, that, that's going to be a tough, tough pull on the legs and tough pull on the bodies Difficult Well a tough one tomorrow Cork and Kenny The bookies are saying It's more or less a 50-50 game uh, Kieran, what's your synopsis on it Because Brian has brought in Michael Carey Conor Fogarty And Alan Murphy And you know the remainder Of the team Has been much talked about Since last night But no better judge Than Brian Cody To know that if a fella Is ready for action In Croke Park There's no better uh, judge Than Brian You know you've played Underneath him as a manager uh, To have the right players In the right place At the right time So a big one ahead For the lads tomorrow yeah, yeah, absolutely. I suppose with Cork, a lot of talk is about the pace. Um, I suppose they have a couple of couple of key fast guys. Um, the introduction of Michael Carey obviously is going to bring a renewed vigor to it. Um, obviously he, he showed Leinster final how fast he is, but um, he um, you know so look that O'Connor chap corner forward obviously showing lightning pace there at uh, at you know at, at some intervals there for Cork. Um, you know they have a couple of key guys. You know. Patrick Horgan there the last day against us in a, in a in a quarter final I think it was or semi final he got three goals you know so like there's a couple of key lads that Kenny probably will have a game plan in terms of how to manage him um, you know but look Kenny have some key guys as well that Cork have to wear especially with TJ on, on the square you know um, if he stays there at the start you know you'd, you'd probably see some long ball going in you know no better guy but um, you know the introduction of Michael Carey there you know even even the half forward line you see there now is probably the most hard working line in the field in Hurling at the moment you know, Mullen has gone in centre forward there. Um, you know, John Donnelly has has probably been an unsung hero for Kenny the last couple of years in terms of the work he does and dropping back deep. So, and obviously Foggy then kind of forward to coming in. You know, he brings that more defensive minded edge to the to the midfield maybe and maybe support the half back line. So, you know, um, I, I I think look there is a game plan. I think Brian's brought in these guys for a reason, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how the, how the matchups go. Uh, there'll be plenty of pace in that department as well and, and saying that uh, Kieran, defensively like it seems like Kenny have got the solid defence now you know Paul retired who had retirements over the last few years but Hugh Lawler has been yeah. spectacular uh, during the year Owen uh, commands everything from the goal uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Walsh right man in the right place right cornerback and Paddy Deegan so collectively in that defence with James Marion now Podrick Walsh and as you mentioned Michael Carey we always seem to talk about forwards and midfielders but uh, that's a fairly good solid unit of a defence and it will have to be tomorrow for the likes of uh, uh, Shane Barrett as I mentioned uh, mm. Robbie O'Flynn Jack O'Connor bringing his pace to Sarsfield's mm. man so they'll have to work it out but if if anything they're well up for it aren't they? They are absolutely Actually, look you, you was really kind of settled in there in the last couple of years He's getting better each year which is fantastic Paddy is you know what you're going to get with Paddy you get 100% you know he'll work hard he'll, he'll cover ground uh, and Tommy Welch obviously has been brilliant there this year as well you know he's a very tidy player he's plenty of pace and he's a great man marker so you know the full back line won't fear anyone coming in on him I suppose the only fear that Kenny has have and Cork are trying to open up space you know they'll try and make as much space as possible and that's the one thing that Kenny won't want they won't want the half back line being dragged out you know obviously Porg is a key man for us as well playing centre back you know and obviously then James Marr is no slug at wing back either uh, and obviously with Michael Carey beside him so look it's going to be a pacey compact back uh, line um, and obviously it, 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 it can neutralise space you know and go man to man I suppose what Cody wants you know we probably have the, the physicality maybe to, to handle a lot of those, those cork forwards um, so you know if you nullify pace and kind of nullify him breaking the line and that kind of stuff you know I think we'll have every chance yeah, uh, Kieran Kingston. He's left out uh, Shane, and he's brought in yeah. Shane Barrett, the under twenty player. That's a big call for an All Ireland semi final, isn't it? Big call, yeah, big call. I suppose he he must be going well, obviously. And you know, there's plenty of them guys with an All Ireland coming up there for them as well, coming through. So you know, he's he's taking a risk there, and obviously, then look, the impact off the bench is going to be big for Cork as well. Um, you know, for any team, if it's going to be neck and neck, you know, he might might like have Shane come on maybe with ten minutes to go when legs are getting tired. 
you know, similar enough for Kenny there, you know, I suppose Wally has been a great impact for us there. You know, Richie Hogan could do could do a number there as well, you know, coming in. You know, we have we have impact off the bench as well. And for any team now, you know, even for Limerick and Waterford, impact off the bench is key, you know. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and, and who's going to be used. Yeah, I just said that to Michael and Adrian earlier on. When you do look at that Kilkenny bench, if going through them, and I'm not leaving out fellas deliberately here, I'm just going from an experience point of view. Uh, mm. Joey Holden, not much more experience than Joey playing in in a defensive role. Conor Delaney, plenty of experience. I know Derek Corcoran is a new kid on the block, but Killian Buckley is very experienced. Walter, of course, who got the goal against uh, Wexford, and Richie Hogan, and I know Liam Blanchfield has been around for the last number of years as well. So, apart from the other members of the subs bench, that is there's plenty of experience there, and you'd like to see them coming in and doing well as Ronnie said and getting the scores because as you said both benches will be vital they will yeah yeah. both benches like sure I suppose for some key games over the last couple of years benches have, have contributed four or five points you know for each team um, so you know that's, that's key if, if it's going to be a tight game and I, I do think it'll be tight enough I, I know the weather is not supposed to be forecasted great for tomorrow which might maybe suit Kenny more in terms of it might nullify the, the short passing game that Cork kind of play but um you know, it, it, it's going to be very interesting, and especially how they how they how they line up the match uh, match up the teams. You know, I suppose uh, you know there's, there's some, some some very good guys for 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 Cork in midfield as well. Um, you know, that they, they just have to match up. They just can't nullify space, and uh, obviously get the ball to the key men. You know, and obviously hopefully Owen Cody will have another great day and maybe get one four one five for us. And uh, I do think if Kenny are going to win this game, I think they have to score goals. Um, you know, it's a key thing. Anytime Kenny do score goals, we usually win. You know, with Cork and the way they play, and, and that kind of thing, you're probably still going to get 20 points plus from Cork. You know, they mightn't get in for a goal or that, but they're going to be high scoring points wise. So I think Kenny will need to get a few goals, I think, to um, to uh, really push on, I think. Yeah, and Cork have scored goals, and ironically, uh, Shane Kingston scored one the last day, and he doesn't get his place tomorrow, but uh, that doesn't really matter if he scores one. But you mentioned midfield, it's going to be Dara Fitzgibbon and Luke Mead, who was a great corner forward, the Nooses Town man. He's now in midfield, and it's against Conor Fogarty and Richie Reid. But Richie on his day is a fairly dead eye, uh, dead eye dick in front of the post as well. He's well able to take long range scores also. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Richie's been fantastic, and obviously, Foggy brings the the um, the, the defensive minded um, aspect to it. You know, um, and as you said, with, with Dara playing midfield for Cork, that he's very pacey. You know, an option could be there that James Marr might go in. You know, James will able to play midfield. Um, if that could be a lineup, you know, because Richie can slot back wing back as well. So there is versatility there in terms of wing back and midfield between our guys, because. I suppose Foggy and Richie can both play wing back as well. You know, if you're going to bring up like James Marr to do a, a job like he done, um, like he done on uh, for Dublin, like you know, um, uh, so look, there's, there's so many options, so many permutations, and uh, it'd be interesting to see how they line up. You know, um, and especially if, if Cork are going to have Patrick Corgan in the square, you know, even on top of Hugh Lawler, you know, who Hugh will give him plenty of uh, plenty of um, physicality and, plen- and plenty of strength in the air. So you know what way they're going to line up and what way they're going to try and play around Kikenny and what way obviously Kikenny are going to line up and play around so um, yeah it's going to be a great game um, I do hope Kikenny I think Kikenny will, will, will sniff it I think um, I think Kikenny will get physical and I think they'll they'll kind of try and nullify the, the game that Cork want to play and I think if they do then we, we can turn them over OK you preempted what I was going to say I was just going to say Kieran, before I let you go what's your good feeling for tomorrow you've just given it to us and listen I'm delighted to be talking to you uh, Kieran. enjoy the games enjoy Waterford and Limerick and enjoy Cork and uh, Kilkenny tomorrow we look forward to talking to you again in the not too distant future so thanks very much for joining us today Thanks, Brendan. Talk to Thanks, Kieran. There's Kieran Joyce, one of the finest in the business, and good to have him today. Now, I think we should have uh, Brian Hogan on the line if he 
No, the, the joys of live radio. He we had him out. on the line. He dropped out. And he's after dropping out. I'm blaming the angry young man, Mr. Robbie Downham. We'll get him all on right. in just a second. Um, it should be absolutely no problem no at problem. all. Well, we'll repeat the question. Um, in, we have a chance. You have a chance of winning a commemorative Kilkenny jersey. Again, thank you to Kieran Joyster. And there's lots and lots of text uh, coming in here uh, to 083 306 9696. And we want to know what year did Kilkenny win their last All-Ireland senior hurling title? If you guessed that right, uh, all the names as correct answers will be in the draw. So text in the year and your name to that number on the dinnersready.ie. We mentioned midfield, we mentioned forwards. One of the finest centre half backs in the business joins me on the phone, Brian Hogan. Good evening. Good evening. How's it going? Not too bad in yourself. You're all set for what? Wa- you're all set for Waterford and Limerick. You are. I am. I am. It's just a fell the bales fell on the nice road. There got a chance to chat to yourself before it. Oh, are you gone up? You are. No, 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 oh, yeah. no, 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 yeah, I, I'd probably be inclined to go with the lads in terms of, uh, I, I, I fancy Limerick. I just think they have, again, look, they're the team to beat, you know, they're the, the bookie favourites or the, the whole thing. Or, you know, their performance today has been very impressive. Obviously, the, the second half against Tip and that. Um, the four weeks in a row, it's, it's a big ask for Watford. But on the other side of it, the only thing I would say is, you know, and I was talking to a few of the lads during the week about it, we were kind of all agreeing that, like, if we were in that position where you were beaten in our final, you know, last year and you're coming up against the same opposition in a semi-final it's a it's a brilliant position to be in you yeah. know, you'd absolutely be jumping out of your skin to get a crack at them you know particularly having probably not hurled your potential or at least maybe that's the perception you know in the final year before that you have a chance to kind of um, you know to redeem yourself and a semi-final is a great time to, to catch them you know yeah. so from a water perspective I'm sure they're they're you know this they're seeing this as a as a as good an opportunity as they'll ever get. But yeah, look it is a big ask. It's been a, a heavy couple of weeks for them, but and particularly with the style of play they play as well, you know, it's it's a, it's a big drain. It certainly is. And it was interesting to hear Eddie Kerry earlier on saying that of all the great hurlers Waterford have produced that everybody in the country would love to see Waterford win an All-Ireland. Now I know not at the expense of Kilkenny in 2021 but at the same time they've got to win a semi-final. But they have in recent times in in your era uh, Brian playing as well and back over the years they had some fantastic players but yet it goes to show you how important and how hard it is to win an All-Ireland never mind the semi-final but to try and win a final. So it's a great pity and everybody would love to see them win one but no disrespect to Limerick. No, absolutely. Look, absolutely. I think um, there's, there's unfortunately, <laughs> you know, there's no sentiment in sport no. you know, at, at this level. That's the reality of it. But yeah, I mean, look, we, we obviously, you know, we all think of some of the great Waterford hurlers over the years. You know, Ken McGrath probably in front of mind. You know, who, you know, players who really wore their, their hearts in their sleeves and their passion for their county. You know, and it was always evident every day they went out. And you know, I think you couldn't help but admire them. You know, and and you know, feel for them. You know the heartbreak they've had over the years and come so close. But as you say, obviously, once it's not at the expense of our own county. But you know, ultimately, I suppose it's a mo- sentiment has no place in sport, and it's up to the guys that are there or lining out today. You know, they're not going to be carrying the baggage maybe of you know back in '07 or you know or in the 2000s when when that generation came so close. You know, this is a different generation of players, and a, and, a, and a generation of players who are used to winning. You know, a yeah. lot of these guys like Easton and 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 and, and the, the likes have, have have won minor twenty under twenty ones and, and colleges. You know, so 
so they're coming into it, you know, with that with that kind of background. So you know, they're kind of probably not carrying the same type of baggage as maybe some of the the previous previous uh, players that preceded them. So. But yeah, look, there's a big task in front of them today as well, you know. Certainly have. Well, that's today. Tomorrow is a different kettle of fish. And I know you'll have a vested interest in Hugh Lawler and Paddy Deegan from O'Loughlin Gales, but collectively, Brian has picked his Kilkenny team. So I wanted to finish asking Kieran what his good feeling was, and he preempted what I was going to say. So what's Brian Hogan's good feeling for tomorrow? Yeah, I, I again, I, I've, uh, I, I've backed Kilkenny uh, from, you know, a good bit out. Uh, I, I think they, they'll have enough. As it gets closer to the match, I'm getting a little bit more nervous I suppose that's just natural really you know um, you know, I look at the Cork team it's interesting to see they brought Barrett in um, he's a player who has impressed me you know in the under 20s himself and Alan Connolly you know they're, they're, they're a type of player who, who Cork have happened to be producing over the last number of years you know they've, over the last probably 15 years they've, they've, they've had a very you know very um, stylish kind of you know who likes to play in the open spaces but have always struggled when when the game has has tightened up, you know, when the game hasn't, they've, they've had one style of play, and when the game hasn't followed that pattern, they've always struggled, you know. Um, they haven't kind of produced that kind of direct player that can that can mix it anyway. But you know, they, they're they're starting to do that. You know, you can see some of the players who are coming through for them. You know, looking at the under twenty one Ireland there a couple of weeks ago in Dublin and that some guys, you know, particularly Alan Connolly, a player I really like. You know, and Black Rock obviously winning the county championship. They've they've come with that kind of slightly different style of play. And you're seeing some of those players coming through for Cork. So, you know, and even look at the half forward line that they've picked, you know, with Harnady, who's been their, I suppose, their one standout player over the last 10 years, if you like, who's been a, a genuine ball winner for them. They've got Cahalan there beside, you know, as well. And um, I try to think who else is in the uh, Rob, Robbie, o, Robbie O'Flynn. Ro, Robbie O'Flynn, you know, who's a very direct player and a big, you know, big guy as well. So, so they are, you know, they're bringing that kind of additional element to it, uh, which, you know, is, is something they've lacked over the number of years. But I still, I still think that you know they'll still struggle, or I hope they'll struggle when Kenny <laughs> brings that pressure, that pressure game. You know they won't have faced a team who brings that kind of unrelenting kind of pressure, and we, and you know Kenny look to squeeze them and you know get in their faces, and, and and as well you know what Kenny have, which probably a lot of teams in particular Munster don't have, maybe a Limerick aside, is that aerial ability. You know, yeah, I know. I know from my own experience, you know when we came up against Cork, we would have targeted them, particularly in their full back line. You know, in terms of the high ball, you know. With, you know the likes the lads we had at time with power and, and Lars and, and Henry and that who were strong in the air. You know, Kenny, this this team. You know, you've got Owen Cody in there. You've got TJ. You've got Wally who come off the bench. You know, like to be honest, all six forwards they're all capable of winning their own ball. And I'm sure that that's an area that we'll look to try and uh, Brian will look to try and exploit as well as that kind of direct ball into the edge of the square at times. Yeah, it's interesting to see John Donnelly picked at number eleven tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, look, absolutely, but. Don't, he he may not start that way. Yeah, um, I think I think Kieran I think Kieran mentioned as well. Even the half back midfield like, like James Maris selected as a wing back. It's very possible he could start in midfield and either Foggy or or or, or Reed could could, um, could go back to wing back and both of them are, are comfortable playing there as well. Certainly are. Yeah. The forward um, Donnelly is starting centre forward or at least lined out there. I mean, you know, it could be any combination. It could be it could be Mullen anything. So in the the number on the back here, Jersey Dustin's count for a huge amount in terms of the position and even if he does start there I'm sure after 15-20 minutes these guys will be rotating around looking for you know asking questions to the Cork defence so so yeah it'll be interesting to see but they're all comfortable and Donnelly is you know he's a super hurler he's a super uh, he's great, you know, he's, he's, again he's strong in the air he's a lovely pair of hands he's comfortable playing in any position across those, those six positions you know 
Yeah, he's a good physical presence on the field as well. And Brian, yeah. just just before we let you go, um, in relation to the game, I mentioned it earlier on to some of the lads how high scoring uh, hurling has gone. Kieran had mentioned that Kenny will have to score goals to win the match, but in saying that, to counteract that, Cork have scored a lot of goals in the championship thus far. To know how to score a goal, oh, we'll have to go along with that. Kenny will have to get goals, and they'll have to get them quite early. Well, they have to get goals. So regardless of what stage you get the match, yeah. you know, I think think they will they will have to score. You know, Cork will will score. They'll score 25 points plus, you know, that's the way they play, you know, and yeah. they have that ability. Um, they they have got goals, uh, but again, I don't think they've experienced that kind of pressure that Kenny will bring. They won't get that sort of space, you know, or at least you hope they won't. Now, saying that, they've got some serious pace within their forward line, and that will cause us, you know, that will ask some questions for sure, but... Yeah, I mean, I think if you can win the game, absolutely. I think we're going to need, you know, we're going to need a few goals. Um, but you know, look, we've we've always been able to find those goals, and I I I, I think those goals are there as well. I I, I see I see our Kenny forward getting getting those opportunities during the course of the seventy minutes. So uh, so I'll be confident that we will get them. You know, you're looking forward to it, Brian. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. It's great. It's great to be heading back up to Crow Park. You know, for Ireland semi final and. Uh, Albeit not a full house, but you know, it's still you know whatever the twenty four thousand, you know, it's going to be a nice, you know, a nice crowd in there. It's going to, I'm sure it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's you know, last year was a bit, of, you know, it just wasn't the same. You know, it was great to have the hurling on back on the TV and that, but just wasn't the same. You know, whereas it does start to, it, it, it being in the summer as well. It feels more like the the, the traditional championship uh, fair that you that you'd expect. And obviously, look the the old rival in Cork you know Kenny Cork I learned the final it's yeah no it's great looking forward to heading up tomorrow now and uh, everything that it brings and hopefully you know we get the right results as well As a recently retired inter-county player is it on days like this that you miss polishing the boots and getting ready to head for Croke Park? <laughs> uh, look absolutely look every every player um, you know present and, and, and past loves these days you know these yeah. are the days that you train during the winter for um, they're you know you just yeah, they, they, even as a kid, they, these are the days you dream of. You know, go up to Crow Park for a big Ireland semi final final. So for sure, like look, you'll be sitting there and you'll be looking out and you'll be going, "Gee, you'd love a crap." But at the same time, you know, I'm well aware of the effort and the work that goes in and the lads will have put in this year and over the last couple of years to get to this position. So you know, uh, I know I, those days are you know that 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 commitment and that that work is is, is long. You know, uh, you couldn't commit to it, but so I'm well aware of that. But yeah, for sure, look, you'd love and you couldn't trust the Championship hurling. Up in Crow Park, you know, you'd love to. You, you, you do, you do. If you're going to miss it at any stage, that's the there the days they miss, you know. Yeah, certainly will. And Brian, are you working tomorrow with the media, or are you going as a spectator? No, no, going up with the, the wife and son, uh, family day. So Lovely. Looking forward to, yeah, looking forward to being there as a, as a spectator now and just uh, taking it all in. And uh, as I say, hoping for uh, hoping for the right results um, for ourselves, and, and then get another day out in another few weeks. With the help of God, well, you can leave the slippers on. So if you're not working tomorrow, you can bring them with you. Enjoy, enjoy Limerick and Waterford, and certainly by all means, enjoy tomorrow, Brian. And thanks very much for joining us here on the preview That's show. All. Good talking, cheers. Garv Mago, there we are. Brian Hogan, former Kikenny centre half back. We're going to take a break. When we come back after the break, I'm handing over to Shane O'Keefe. He'll be having a word with Owen Larkin. That's all after this. Full time. The new sports show from KCLOR. Every Monday night, join Eddie Scally and a host of guests for a look back over the weekend sports action. From GAA to horse racing, camogie, and lots more. We'll have the good, the bad, and the ugly. Every Monday night from 6 till 7.
Full-time on KCLR, your weekly roundup of the weekend sports with Eddie Scully. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahartsvolkswagen.ie. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahartsvolkswagen.ie. Yes, just a half an hour left on our preview show here of Kilkenny and Cork, the All-Ireland semi-finals. Of course, a game throwing in in three minutes' time in Croke Park now between Limerick and Waterford. If you haven't heard, it has been delayed by a half an hour due to a traffic incident on the M7 earlier on. But we are giving you a chance to win a commemorative GAA Kilkenny jersey and all you have to do is text us the answer to the question plus your name to 083-306-9696. We want to know what year did Kilkenny win their last all-Ireland senior hurling title. It's as simple as that. If you know the answer, write it down, text it to us on 083-306-9696 on the dinnersready.ie text line. And I think the next man that's in Studio 2 about to talk to Shane O'Keefe, yes, I put him out. I have to keep my distance from them two fellas because it'll be only be an argument. But uh, Shane O'Keefe is now joined by Owen Larkin. Thanks very much, Brendan. Yes, of course, I'm joined by Owen Larkin. Owen, first of all, from purely a supporter's point of view, how much are you looking forward to the two traditional hurling counties, like Kilkenny and Cork, facing each other tomorrow? Yeah, sure, look, it, it's great, I suppose. Um, it's great to be back in the all Ireland semi-final, first of all, and obviously our own rivals, Cork, uh, away at it as well. So it's going to be a, a very good game. Um, I suppose Kilkenny have been improving game on game this year and, uh, but so have Cork so it has the makings of a really really good game I suppose the, the Sunday League kind of uh, said that there'd be no Leinster winners this is going back to the quarter final stage but who do you think are favourites heading into the game because a lot of people seem to be back in Kilkenny which isn't generally how we like it going into a game of this magnitude No but look I think all the talk has been about Munster hurling you know the rise of Limerick and Watford are having a really good year and you know for Cork so look um, I suppose the GAA people in general you know would probably fa- fancy the Munster team but you know Kilkenny or Kilkenny and they're there on merit you know they're hard to beat in semi-finals and um, I have no doubt they'll be hard to beat tomorrow so uh, but look it's going to be a really tough game I think they're going to have to play as well as, as well or if not better as, as, as they've played this year so um, you know I wouldn't be backing against Kilkenny in the Ireland semi-final and you know, for me, they're slight favourites. Um, but look, Cork will, will Cork will bring everything to the table again tomorrow. And you know, it'll be whoever wants it most on the day, I suppose. And a lot of it has been made. I'd say when we were talking to Richie Power, he was talking about you know how the forward line is just littered with talent, and the substitutions, particularly in the Wexford game, proven to be so strong. How good of a place are Kilkenny now coming into the game? Like two really good league campaign, followed by two really good victories against Wexford and Dublin. Yeah, uh, look, uh, you know, I, I, I still have my doubts um, about the strength and depth of the panel. All, all these, you know, substitutions worked in the last couple of games. But look, um, I think they're improving. Uh, you know, I think maybe um, next year they'll probably be a bit, be a bit better. But look, you have to take you have to take the chances when they come. And you know, tomorrow is a great opportunity to get to, get to another All Ireland final. Which, you know, I suppose people around the country and GAA people probably wouldn't have expected Kenny to be in um, but look they're there on merit as I said you know they've produced the goods when they need it and hopefully they can do it again tomorrow 
and in regards to, to Cork you know they overcame a really good Clare team they put up to Limerick in the Munster semi-final for long spells in that game too whereas Wexford and Dublin may have not been as strong as those teams but particularly Wexford put it up to Kilkenny are you worried that Kilkenny haven't been properly tested against a good side as of yet? Yeah, that's, I think that is the biggest worry. Uh, you know, at, at the start of the year, I thought Cork would go hard on uh, get to an all Ireland final or, or win the all Ireland final just basically on the on the fact that the way the game has been refereed at the moment, um, you know, they like loose hurling, they like to be able to run onto the ball, they're very, very skillful. Um, and, you know, I think that'll play a big part in the game tomorrow. If Kenny let Cork hurl, I think they're in real trouble. But it'll come down to what the referee lets go as regards the intensity uh, in the tackle and things like that. And I think Kilkenny need to be in Cork's face tomorrow um, to have any chance. If Cork get a few goals, it's going to be really, really difficult um, for Kilkenny to win. But look, I think Fergal Horgan will have a. You know, I don't like talking about referees having an impact on the game, but I think they have a huge, huge impact on the way the game is refereed tomorrow. And if he lets. Uh, Kilkenny getting Cork's face in the intensity with the tackle and things like that I think Kilkenny will have a huge advantage there uh, like I said if, if Kilkenny have to uh, stand off their men and, and let Cork hurl I think they will be in trouble so you know there, there's a couple of aspects of the game that you know maybe the referee has to has to play as well but look hopefully he let he let things go and he, and he let the game flow and you know that could suit Kilkenny as well tomorrow and like when you're talking about different factors that might affect the game and you know you, you mentioned the referee but would the open space maybe at Crow Park work in favour of uh, the Cork forward who've been in exceptional form you know their pace and energy is something of a concern but like it may be easier to find their forwards now than on like a tighter pitch like the Gaelic grounds or Turles It definitely will uh, favour Cork I think you know Cork as we've seen over the last number of weeks they have a good running game and the open space at Crow Park now would really really suit that you know do Kilkenny have the legs to to keep up with that, you know, only time will tell. I don't, I, I don't necessarily think that they probably have the legs that Cork have. But like I said, they just have to be up on their men, stay in their face, and you know, try and try and just spoil them as much as they can, and, and you know, recover the ball and get down very, very quickly into our full forward line, which you know is a dangerous full forward line with Audi and TJ Reid in there. Just uh, you know, two exceptional forwards, and if we can get off ball into them very, very quick, I think they can do damage. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was literally going to be the, the next question. Where do you think they'll be looking to hurt Cork? You know, Cork with their vibrant forward line, but we have a young forward line too with the likes of Donnelly and Cody and Mullen and stuff. So you, you kind of answered that one there. So it, it, two years ago, though, Patrick Horgan scored. He scored three ten in the All Ireland quarter final against Kilkenny. Cody's men eventually came out on top despite uh, an incredible display. It has to be said by the Glen Rovers man. Do you think the battle between Kilkenny's talisman and Horgan and TJ Reid and Horgan will will go a long way to deciding that match? It, it it might well be, and you know I think if like Patrick Horgan is very very good at frees, like I mentioned referee earlier on, um, you know if they give Patrick Horgan a chance, you know from from frees he'll hurt Kenny. But likewise, TJ Reid is the same, you know. But I think we do need um, TJ has been you know quite by his own standards in the last uh, couple of games, so I think we do need a big performance from TJ from general play as well, you know if we are to have a a chance to win the game, and and that just puts us in with a chance, you know I think. We'll need other players to step up as well. I think John Donnelly will have to have a good game. You know, Connor Fogarty in the middle of the field will have to have a good game. So um, there's there's lots of there's lots of ifs and buts. But look, that's what makes uh, the hurling so exciting. And you know, I'm really really looking forward to seeing what Kenny produce tomorrow. And, and just on a general note, then, like. 
Kilkenny have gone six years now since the last one the All Ireland. Cork have been waiting since two thousand and five. Considering the fact that they're the two most successful counties in the history of the sport, and there is a high level of expectancy in both counties from the fans, from the players, from the management, does this game have a bit of extra weight on it than maybe other All Ireland semi finals gone by? Yeah, I think I think it possibly does. You know, I suppose we watched after going before was you know Carker obviously went to the two thousand and five, but you know we we had a good spell uh, in the early two early two thousands and mid two thousands I suppose. Uh, but look, six years is probably nearly a famine to Kilkenny. You know, you only have to look at Cork to see how hard it is to get back there. You know, it's two thousand and five since they won one. Um, so look, I, I think it's important that Kilkenny maybe try and notch another one and, and build on that, that success then but look it's not an easy thing to do you know as we've seen over the last six years it's, it's very very difficult you have to have a, a good panel and a motivated panel and you know Kenny are that but uh, probably just lack the quality over the last couple of years and look it didn't help that Limerick came you know with a, with a wave as well uh, and you know they have been the dominant force over the last couple of years albeit only winning two All-Irelands but um you know, it's 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 tough going, but look, you just have to put your head down and, and try and try and get the best you can out of yourself. And you know, there's a big prize at stake tomorrow to get to an All Ireland final. And you know, if you can get to an All Ireland final, you just never know what happens. But the hard part is going to be get there, getting there. And you know, Cork are a fantastic team. And uh, like I said, if we if we stand off them and let them hurt, they hurt us. So look, I'd be just hoping that to Kenny lads can you know get the intensity up from from the minute one right to the final whistle, and hopefully. We'll go. We'll go to Crow Park tomorrow with a point or two victory. Uh, fingers crossed. Will you be going up to Crow Park yourself now tomorrow? No, I'm missing out. I miss out tomorrow, Shane. I, I'm away for the weekend, so um, look, I'll be watching it on telly and you know showing the lads on from from uh, from, the, from the television. But look, hopefully we can get to an Ireland final, and I might make it up for that. On well, I hope you enjoy your weekend away, and I hope you enjoy the game. Thanks very much for taking the time of day. No problem, Shane. Thanks a million. Thanks very much. That was on Larkin. Back to you, Mr. Hennessy. Well, thanks very much, Shane. Shane, Studio 2. And I'm going to Studio 3 now because Robbie Dowling is in there and he's keeping an eye on Limerick and Waterford. And I believe it's a, a blistering opening seven minutes, Robbie. How's things going? Yeah, brilliant start to the game. Uh, all in semi final first of the weekend. Limerick 3 2 up. Went into a three point and no score lead, actually. Um, Flanagan, Lynch, and I think it was Aaron Gallant returned to the start in 15 this weekend, uh, giving him a three point lead. But Austin Gleason just got a sideline cut about a minute ago from the halfway line it was an incredible score just at the Cusick stand for anyone that knows Crow Park probably going to be the score of the game whatever happens from here and Kieran Bennett opened Waterford's account so a really tight game so far uh, obviously a repeat of last year's all there in the final interesting to see what happens I think uh, a lot of people maybe have Waterford as favourites for this one that they want to gain some revenge from last year's all there in the final but I just think Limerick are physically and skill skill wise the best team in Ireland at the moment incomparable to anyone else It was interesting what Brian Hogan said Brian said if you lose to a team in an All-Ireland final and you get them in the semi-final the year after you'd be preparing for it from a long way out and you'd be ready to get give a fair crack at a whip and in fairness to Waterford they're giving it a fair old crack at the moment Yeah I think so I think they're probably developed on again from last year I think last year they were a bit raw but they really progressed well through the championship and probably solidified their place as the second best team in Ireland I would say um, there weren't too many teams near them obviously Limerick were a fair bit better than them as we've seen in the final last December but I think if the, the aim for them today would be stay tight with Limerick they didn't do that in last year's final they kind of let the game go away from them and as it stands we're just shy, shy of the 10 minute mark here there's only a point in it uh, Limerick are going to Hawkeye but um, 
Yeah, really good game so far. Obviously, incredible intensity, as you'd expect. Atmosphere a lot better than what it was last year in an empty Crow Park. Um, and it's, it's looking like a tight game between these two monster sides. But I just I just think Limerick are legit the longer a game goes on. They're just so so much fitter than every from, other team. From what I can see on the television, Barry Nash at that shot, he's the right left corner back. Yeah. Uh, was it a Tar or Neil? It was a Neil, unfortunately. <laughs> just why you did a post. That's what Hawkeye's right. there for, as we all know from 2014. It worked in our favour that time. But um, yeah... It, like I was saying, I just think I just think Limerick will, will edge it, but Waterford have a really good set forward. If Austin Gleeson really gets into this game, I think he's probably one of the most, if not the most, skillful hurler in Ireland. And uh, if he can really leave his mark on this game, you say Waterford have every chance. But if not, I think maybe the Limerick forward line will just shade it. But really good game so far, and um, exciting to see what happens from here. Okay, and Robbie, before I let you go, can Kilkee shade it tomorrow? I think so. I fear I fear Cork, if I'm being honest with you, Brendan. Um, I think their forward line is ridiculously pacey. You look at the likes of Kingston off the bench, Jack O'Connor, obviously Patrick Horgan, 3-10 two years ago, like Shane was saying to Owen earlier. Um, just an incredible performance if he puts in something similar again on Sunday, which is doubtful, of course, because it's probably his greatest play in a red shirt. But if he does something like that, I think it'll be a long way for Kilkenny to win. But it should be a really tight game. I think two contrasting styles. Kilkenny far more physical. Cork play with a lot more pace, as you'd expect. Tradition, two great traditional hurling counties as we know and um, I'm just looking forward to the game but I'll just go with Kilkenny although the last time I went with Kilkenny for last year's semi-final obviously Watford did the business so maybe I should go with Cork Well there's Jimmy is quick down in Ballyhale he just sent to Texas and Robbie TJ Reid is capable of scoring 3-10 as well he is of course I, uh, he is of course he is of course it'd be a great point I should say that too he's capable of scoring even more than 3-10 so oh, hopefully he does tomorrow ok well we God, we talked to before we finish Robbie thanks a million and thanks, thanks for all your great work uh, in the background for the preview programme as well we're going to take a break when we come back we'll hear from Kilkenny captain Adrian Mullen there's just one more game between Kilkenny and the All-Ireland Final. And after a comfortable win over Dublin at Semple Stadium on Saturday, it's now Cork will have to defeat. Tune into KCLR this Sunday for full live commentary from Croke Park as the Cats and the Rebels go head-to-head in the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship semi-final. We'll be live from half three. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahartzvolkswagen.ie. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahartz The home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny LahartzVolkswagen.ie Yes, welcome back to the final part of our preview programme. Aaron Galan has just put Limerick four points to two up ahead of Waterford, but uh, Waterford have a chance now of getting a score. And uh, they were trailing by two points to one earlier on, but Limerick hadn't scored for nearly nine minutes. And uh, John Keenan, the Ockram referee from County Wicklow, has to keep an eye on proceedings. Players broken down now and uh, no chance for Waterford coming in. Now, as I've said, we caught up with Adrian Mullen uh, before uh, this semi-final who discussed his coming back from injury. Adrian discussed his coming back from his injury, playing in all seven games so far and the trust given to him by Brian Cody. Dublin was the first game back for me um, after, I think, maybe 15 months or so. Um, and we only had, I think, was it three or four weeks of training leading up to that. So, um, you know, I didn't have much uh, game practice under my belt going into that. So, um, you know, that was a, a big um, learning curve for me. And obviously, the games after that as well. You know, I was just, I was just kind of learning from every game, I suppose. Um, you know, and kind of getting more confidence in in uh, my ability as well. Um, you know, after being out for so long. So. Um, you know, every game and training, I'm just kind of uh, learning. I'm still just learning uh, new stuff, like um, 
and uh, you know just continuing to just working hard like um, and doing what's best for the team I suppose so um, yeah I feel like I have come into it like more since the since the Dublin game so happy in that regard the the league has been great in in, in terms of trying to get uh, just get your sharpness back and get fitness back like um, and you know the first few games I was taken off at half time or just after half time and you know I was happy with like I was getting my sharpness back like and you know the fitness would look after itself like um, so yeah I was happy to get a bit of game time at the start and I think it did stand me uh, just going, going later into the championship I think my fit my fitness is 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 good and that's obviously huge thanks to our strength and conditioning coach uh Mickey Comfort. Um so I don't have any worries about that. My fitness to be honest, um and the knee I've no worries about that either because, you know, I did the rehab to you know, perfectly like so um I'm not worried about that either. So um yeah, it was just uh, the big thing was just getting mar- match sharpness like and just getting sharp again like um, so I think that is coming back a, a good bit like so um, yeah just learn every game as, as I go on so you know that Wexford game was obviously a real tough game uh, it was tough on the bodies um, you know it went to extra time um, they could have you know easily won it in normal time we could have won it in normal time like so it could have went either way and uh, you know um, I think that those games do stand to you I suppose but at the same time you know you have other lads there in in training, you know, uh, fighting for the jersey and fighting for a spot on the team. Like so, you, you can't really get ahead of yourself either, you know. Um, you have lads down there to bring you back down to earth, like, and you know, um, you you want to be doing better than them in training, like. So I think that really helps having you know competition for places as well. So. And Adrian was named captain, obviously at the start of the campaign, and the question was put to him: Does he feel the pressure that may come with that? Um, no, I to, look. It's obviously um, a huge honour to be captain of Kilkenny, but um, at the same time, I I don't feel any any uh, you know more pressure. Like um, it's obviously a big thing hurling for Kilkenny as well. Like so, um, you know, I just try to. I think we all just try to be leaders on the pitch, you know. So um, just because I'm captain, you know, there's obviously other huge leaders on the team, like so. Um, you know, it's it's just something that you know, it's just something I have to take my stride, I suppose. And um, you know, I'm not I'm not going to do anything that I haven't done before, like just because I'm captain. So, but you know, I think um, I, I'd say just load leaders on the team. Um, just for instance, obviously, you know, T T J is obviously a huge leader. Um, then. You know, all, all the lads really on the team. You know, Huey, Huey Lawler, fullback is huge. Paddy Deegan, you know, all, all the boys putting a series shifts every day to go out. Like so, um, you know, there's a number of leaders there that I haven't named out either. So, do so I? Uh, at the other time now after training, I I step in on goal, and you know, a few lads would take shots, and you know, you'd have James McGarry there as well um, on goal. Like so, um, yeah, I think that's a big thing. Around the team, like we're, we we listen to other lads, like and we learn from other lads. So, you know, I think that's a big thing in in the team. 
Yeah, and an interesting fact was it was suggested by the Sunday game that no Leinster team will win the All-Ireland. Here's the Ballyhead Shamrock man's thoughts on that. Yeah, um, I didn't see that now, but um, yeah, look, obviously um, we have to believe in ourselves that we can win on any given day. And I think any team can beat anyone on any day. Like, you know, um, you know, it, it all depends on, on the day um, and what happens on the day. So, you know, we'll prepare our best for um, the eight, the eight of August, like so. Um, I'm not sure who it's who it's going to be like, but you know we'll prepare our best and you know we'll we'll give it a hundred percent and see where where it takes us. I think all the forwards really understand each other, like you know, um, whoever it is in there, like I think we know our our the other person's strength and weaknesses at this stage. So um, obviously that's a big help on on game days. So um, the the crowd really adds to these games. Um. And I, I actually wasn't, um, I wasn't actually at the Leinster final last year, um, because I was injured and the way COVID guidelines were at the time, I wasn't able to go. So, um, but even speaking to a few lads, you know, after they won, it didn't, you know, it just wasn't the same. Like, you know, um, and I think the the few thousand people even really add to that. And hopefully now in the next few weeks, we can have more people at these games because, you know, it's it makes for a great game like when there's crowds at it so any any team can be any team on any given day like so um, you know we'll just focus on our next game like um, and give that 100% like um, and you know who, who knows what what'll happen after that so you know we're just focusing on the next day well said Adrian all the young man can do is his best captain of Kilkenny tomorrow from Shamrock's Ballyhill we wish Adrian the very best great day for his club great day for his family and a great day to be captain of the county we wish them well when we come back after the break we'll be announcing the winner of the Kilkenny commemorative jersey given to us by the county board we've had a massive entry on that and we'll also be rounding up this preview show with Shane O'Keefe as the temperatures are getting higher on KCLR 96FM back after this the KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahardsvolkswagen.ie yeah, 22 minutes gone in Croke Park. Limerick, six points. Waterford, four. It was four apiece, but Limerick have just pulled away. That's where we're going to have to leave our preview. Don't forget to join Adrian Ronan tomorrow live from outside Croke Park at 2pm for another preview. And also a big thank you to our producers, Robbie Dowling and Shane O'Keefe for producing and taking part in this preview. Want to wish Kilkenny the very best of luck for tomorrow. To all the people travelling to the game and the Kilkenny people all over the world. Full live commentary, 3.30 and tomorrow night at 6.30 the Carroll 2020 County Senior Football Final our two live commentaries for me Brendan Hennessy good evening Shane is going to announce the winner of the commemorative jersey I certainly am Brendan first of all tremendous work today on the preview show we're looking forward to hearing you on commentary live from Crow Park at half three looking forward to all the messages that always fly in when the game is going ahead as well it's going to be an absolutely spectacular day and it's great to be back in Crow Park once again maybe this person who has won it will be in a commemorative jersey that they have won from KCLR and the winner it's from New Park Close is Mr Adrian Brannock so congratulations there Adrian hopefully we'll be wishing everybody Kenny congratulations tomorrow we're looking forward to it here at Scoreline nothing better than an All-Ireland Championship game to get the cockles going from here from me from Brendan from Robbie from everyone involved thanks very much we hope you enjoy our coverage tomorrow and I hope you enjoy a bit of Rosamund Kine to say goodbye was my
The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Special With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahards The home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Lahards Volkswagen.ie